Welcome to a Women's Brew, where women talk about beer. Somebody call the fire brigade, because in today's episode, we're getting smoked out with smoke beers. I'm Joanne, and this is Tori. Sup? And we are two beer-loving women on a mission to get more people drinking and talking about great beer. Come join us! So I just want to point out that I don't write the intros. <laughs> I just like playing a game now. I've decided that I'm going to make a game with myself um, because I often, we don't really share that. I, I write the outlines. We've said it before. I, I basically structure it and I do the intros and everything um, for the most part. And uh, then I share with Joe, and Joe comes in and fills in what she needs and everything else. But I often don't share it until kind of like the day of if I'm if I'm actually doing really well and I'm ahead of the game, I'll share it earlier. But usually it's like day of. Um, and so I've decided as of today, because to, I've been getting jazzier with them, I think. So I've decided <laughs> to just start writing the most ridiculous thing and see if I can get Joe to actually read it. Um, but then it's backfired on me this time, because the second you said somebody call the fire brigade, I literally was like oh don't laugh because I was like she's done it she's actually read it and she didn't she didn't laugh at all it was great it was great um I can do this um please let us know if you're enjoying our wacky intros listeners whether let let us know if you want Tori to just shut up or whether you'd like us to get even more interesting let us know email us I can I can turn the heat down. Ha ha ha. No pun intended. If it's too jazzy. But if you want some more spice on there, I'll do it. Fabulous. What a what an introduction. Yeah, to today's so episode. I feel like it's kind of just I mean, it's it's really told you what we're doing today, I think. Yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> are looking beers. at smoked beers. Yay. Right. So we are gonna look at three smoked beers. We've got our traddy one. Yeah, covered. so this is this is the smoked beer. Um, it's Schlenkeller <laughs> Rauchbier Marzen. Troy's going to let me do all the names. I'm going to let you do <laughs> that one for sure because I yep. could barely even read what was written on the bottle. Schlenkeller. Exactly that. Um, and then one of our faves is Hills. we've had this one before um so i was just really excited we got to have it again yep because <laughs> it's yep. really good and finally we have got a smoked porter which is echo black from echo brewery i'm really enjoying their beers so i'm looking forward to that one i've not tried any of their beers before you've had uh, none yet but obviously no i've had none oh, absolutely you need none. to get um, haze because I've got what I've I've got one that's in that I believe it's in that tasting pack for cloud water, right? Uh, the, the oh yes, one. Uh, but I've not actually cracked it open yet or anything like that. So I've not had that I've one yet. No, not had any of their stuff yet. But that I heard of them through that, um, and yeah, I just I look, when I was looking into them today, which we'll hear more about later, I heard a lot of really interesting sounding beers. So. <laughs> They sound really good, but I've not had anything yet. I need to get some more of theirs because I think they are brilliant. Cool. Um, I want to get drinking. Do you want to get yeah. drinking? Well, so should we crack this I... open? And then yes. I'll do you a little bit about the malting process and how it's different. For... I've got my kitchen roll at the ready. <laughs> um, and I'll tell you a little bit about the history of smoked beers. 
because guess what? It's Ooh. interesting. I can't wait for the fun facts you told me. Oh, I've got a couple there. of fun facts. I think you're going to really enjoy them. No, you're... Oh. I so love I... a smoked beer. So I've good. got this glass, but I don't... Yeah. I don't know what is the actual proper glass. Um, well, out. so this is a Marzen. So you'd want a glass that's good for a lager because it is a lager beer. Um, so maybe a nice tankard, or if you can get a stone stein, would be quite good. Um, or like a nice straight sided glass. Sometimes there. Um, I don't know what the actual glass is for a particular for an actual Marzen. I should look that up, but. Um, yeah, a lager glass is going to be a good one for this. Um, I have not got appropriate glassware today. I've got my tasting glass. I mean, I definitely don't, but... Um, this is a beauty. It's very smoky and smell like very, like, smoked meat. <laughs> that, mm. Like, that's what I'm getting is smoked meat. Immediately from, like, cracking that open, I was like, oh, it's very smoky, isn't it? So, literally, a smoked beer, it's going to smell like bacon. Yep. It's going to smell like smoke. It's going to yep. smell like smoke, like burnt woods. Might smell woody. Yep, that is what you're going to get from it. Tick, so, tick, and tick. This is a beautiful. I love this one. It's a beautiful color. It's a lovely, like chestnut red. It's got the head really is nice proper, like properly layer in there. Yep, it's got a gorgeous, like cream, spongy head. Yeah, I'd I'd say it's like a very light beige colored, and it's got a lovely smoky, yeah. like like a. Yeah, a wood fire. Yeah, I was going to say, like, so it's very smoky, like smoked meat, but it's very, um, there is that woodiness to it, like a like a bonfire, but with particular wood, not just any wood chucked on. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Oh, okay. Um, so this is the Schlenkeller Marzen. They do various different ones. I'll tell you about those in a moment. Oh, um, sorry, that ooh was... just gone in. you just gone in. So it's a I'm Marzen... So do you remember we had Marzen's back when we did our Oktoberfest episode? We did indeed, That's and that. I really liked Marzen's. Episode four, I believe, if you anyone would like to go back in and watch it. But so it's got the um, bready, toasty and caramel notes from the Marzen with the smokiness, and that will come in at the end. It's lovely. Yeah. And it's going to be clean because it's a lager. Mm. Yeah, that smokiness really does kind of hit towards the back end of it. Yeah. It is it's really but it's very um it's very like full. Like the the smokiness is really, really present as well, really takes up not full in terms of like mouthfeel, but I just yeah. meant more in the sense of like it's full on smokiness. Um really good. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I was expecting to be a bit like, oh, I don't know. But it's very light. Because it's a lager, so you're getting that cleanness and that crispness. Mm. Um, that I think that really balances out because it could be quite cloying, yeah, and heavy. But because it's a because it's been fermented with lager yeast, it just makes it that little bit lighter. Um, and that's why it is the smoked beer to try. I see. So I think because the smell was so full on, I was thinking it was going to be that like overpowering, just really like like you said, cloying yeah. type type taste to it but it was surprisingly light (laughs) but still like surprisingly light but still full-on in taste which is really nice 
What well, should I tell you a little bit about mm. how this hat comes about? Please do. So, um, to understand a smoked beer, uh, you need to understand a little bit about the malting process. So, we make beer out of malt. When we say malt, we generally mean malted barley. Uh, we can also have malted wheat, uh, but mostly it is malted barley. So, the grains are harvested from where they are grown, and then they are dried out in the malting process, uh, they are then soaked to start the germination process. And through that germination process, um, enzymes and starches are created within the grain. They're really important because we need those enzymes to break down the starches during the mashing process in brewing to create fermentable sugars. Without those fermentable sugars, the yeast has nothing to eat and create alcohol. So that's really important that you get grains that have got the right amounts and the right kinds of starches and enzymes in them. So once germination has started, the process is stopped because if you go too far, then you're going to just start growing a new barley plant. Um, and it is stopped by the application of heat and air. Now, that is kilning. So we kiln the grains and that toasts them to various different levels, depending on what kind of, of uh, malt we want. So our malts go from very light pilsner malt at one end and then they can go really dark to even to all the way through like we're looking at vienna malts munich malts um chocolate malt all the way to patent black malt which um when you start getting into the darker malts they're a specialty grain they don't have as much of the enzymes and starches in them because they are roasted and that gets rid of those so you only use a little bit of those in with your what are called base malts which have lots of those enzymes and starches in to get the fermentable sugars now when this was first being done way way back in the day um the malts would have to be kilned so dried out over a wood fire because that's all they had to create the heat to be able to dry them out and that of course created smoke and so smoke was imparted to the grains um and that is all beers at that time would have been darker and smokier because there was no other way to kiln the grains. Um, also, yeah, so that like so back in the day, all beer was smoky <laughs> because that's just how the grains came out. Um, also, we live in Europe and our climate is quite moist. <laughs> <laughs> so that's um, a word to choose yeah yeah so it's, it's quite a, it's quite a damp climate and often the grains would become damp and moldy so to stop that they had to be um put somewhere usually they were stored somewhere that may be connected to a fireplace to keep them warm and dry and in that way smoke was also imparted to the grains so you just got these smoky grains you ended up with smoky beer because the flavour was in there and it ended up in the beer. That's quite interesting because I think, um, I don't know if I'm the only one that does this. Like, obviously I know that beer, however many years ago, doesn't taste like it does now. Yep. But like, I don't think I've ever stopped to really think about just how different, especially like in different regions and like of the world and everything, just how different it is, it was to what you think of when you think beer now not right. like like all of these are beers like all, all these styles that we've drank you know it's, it's all beer yeah. like but when you think 
when you picture like a I don't know someone back in the day brewing and drinking a beer like do you picture something smoky or do you picture it being like more I don't know I picture obviously you think more it's going to be more yeah not... lagery or like best bittery like that's what you're yeah. going to think but there are there's before we got to that point there are these beers because there were just it was just harder to create malted barley or malted wheat depending on what you were making and that was the only way that they could process it and they couldn't necessarily process it on large scale so you know and even then um until the industrial revolution and when the appropriate apparatus was designed um you wouldn't even get an even kilning because some of it would end up scorched and some of it would end up not done enough because of because they just didn't have the means to be able to do it in the scale that we do now I think I risk making myself sound like a total Neanderthal but I think it is just the case of like you know I think like my brain goes oh back in the day they're drinking you know like I said lager (laughs) bitter like that kind of thing and then it's like oh well what happens when you go back even further than that and it's like oh I don't know mead or like (laughs) I don't know just like really well I mean beer originally came from like ancient Sumeria is the furthest back I think we found it yeah. Um, and they don't know whether it's exactly the Sumerians. Some his, uh, historian is going to shout at me now because I've not got the time period right. But at one point in time, to moisten the grains to uh, to get them to germinate, the sacks would be stuck in a river. So you put a sack of grain in the river, get it damp, let it start to germinate, and then you take it out and then you start doing your kilning. So it wasn't even that, you know, they're not like standing around spraying water on it. They stuck it in a river because that's what they had. And I think it makes total sense. And I think like logically, when you think about it, like for me, I know in the back of my head that obviously it's not anything, not anything like, because obviously we're drinking something very similar, but um, it's not that those flavors were definitely what what's in my brain like I know that that's not factually right but when you think about it like if you're reading a book or something like that and you're like oh it's it's a period piece that's taken back however long ago and I picture like oh beer back in the day it's not something like that so it's just really interesting being like oh yeah actually (laughs) well (laughs) that would make sense to do it like that wouldn't it proper history lesson here so um when smoke beer started its decline was in the 1600s because that is when a new type of kiln was produced that allowed for smoke-free kilning Uh, and then beer began to become smoke-free because they had malts that didn't have that smoke flavor because they would use like they they found other fuels that they could do could use like coke um and then as well they found a way to keep it away from the smoke so that it was a cleaner malt um, that was developed in england in cornwall by sir nicholas house it was also cheaper and less of a fire hazard so you know win 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 <laughs> all over the place do you um, think like when that first happened people were like i miss the smoky beer and why can't they beer might. just taste like probably, beer? why can't beer, why can't <laughs> beer like, taste like beer this? where's my smokiness gone probably <laughs> i like to think that all these like Cornwall villagers were like getting really like irate with this man like what are you doing to the brewing industry (laughs) why can't beer just taste like beer (laughs) well the um the smoke free beer was very very popular (laughs) so the smoke beer started no no they just really enjoyed it so it was fine um but it took 
about 150 years for this technology to get to Germany. Uh, And then by the 1900s, almost all smoke kilns were gone from Germany. However, they were not gone from Bamberg. Now, often you will hear Bamberg smoke beer, which is where Schlenkeller is from, is Bamberg, um, because they are now the only place in the world that has breweries that smoke their own malt and that still use a smoke-fired kiln and, like, the same smoke-fired kiln that they've always used. Originally, there were four breweries that used to do that in Bamberg. Um, the first was Polar Bar, which closed in World War II. Oh. Then there was Grief and Lau, which closed its malting process in the 1970s. But Spitzial and Schlenkeller are still uh, brewing away in Bamberg, and they are the only two breweries in the world who have preserved the old tradition of wood fire kilns. So this is why we have our lovely Schlenkeller here. They That's are the interesting. one. Um, it's and they it's use... funny because my uneducated brain, again, my uneducated brain, that just makes assumptions just, just because of, I feel like, things you see in the media and stuff like that. Um, I just, I never would have thought that, you know, Germany would be the last to get rid of that. I would have been like, oh, of course, it's like Germany's the people that are pushing it and then they'll change their tech. Because I don't know, when I think like, oh, these advances in beer, I, my brain just goes to Germany for some of these styles. So uh, see, it's just no, but then Germany got their ideas for malting from England. Yeah, but it's just the way that the way that things are portrayed sometimes of, around that time. Like, I feel like you just automatically go, oh, I bet Germany did that. And like, it's like, no, it's not. <laughs> they stole it from here. Anton Dreyer and Gabriel Sadelmeyer came over to England to see how they were making these beers that they were making. Um, they stole some wort from a brewery in a walking stick that they had fashioned so they could dip it in the tank and nick some and run off. Cheeky! Um, And they worked out from seeing how malt was being created in England, they came back and built malting processes and developed malting technology in Germany from what they'd seen in England. Interesting that stuff. Then went. Oh, I'm going off topic now because now I'm going into into the Czech Republic. No, but that, <laughs> that technology. Then, um, then Bohemia, Czech Republic, spied on Bavaria, and stole that to get over to um, Pilsner, to Pilsen, where they created Pilsner. So they you don't just, say everybody, everybody <laughs> just nicked everybody else's ideas. But little old Bamberg really is sitting there going, I'm still going to use a smoke. We're still going to smoke. C- can we go and visit Bamberg? I'd yeah, I think we like should. go visit. <laughs> so um, Schlenkeller actually will, if you go to the brewery, you can drink the beer out of wooden casks. I would love that. Let's go do that. That's, do that. That's on the list. It's on the it's list. On the list. <laughs> um, so the wood that Schlenkeller uses is beech wood. Um, and... They've said on their they said on their website, obviously craft beer has had had a revolution, uh, but craft beer brewers like to try traditional styles, uh, so they have tried brewing smoked beers. Ta-da! Couple that we've got here today, uh, but because of that, because there is a demand now for smoked malts to be able to make different types of smoked beer, you can buy commercially produced and industrially produced smoked malts. 
So these little breweries don't need to have their own wood-fired kiln to be able to make their own smoked malts. Um, but Schlenkeller and Spitzial still have their own kiln and they kiln their own malts before they make it. So they, they're properly doing it from like grain to glass. This is end doing to the end. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought was very special. I do, yeah. No, I yeah. found those were some really interesting bits you just said. I don't know. Like I said, I feel like I'm probably come across as like a complete and total idiot with some of this stuff just because like I know I know that what's in my head isn't correct but that's just like the instinct that my brain thinks on is like oh it must be from there or it must be like this or you know and I'm like I know that's not true but I don't know the reality of it and I've just never thought to look it up so those were some interesting facts. Quite like that. Interesting. I've still got more, but we'll save those. Oh no! I will, I will spot them in. So, so shall we move on to the next beer? Let's yeah, sure. To... That was quite a good one. I like that one. Let me take a second. Good, isn't it? Go. You were concerned about that one. Mm. Hey, you were I was worried. About, um, worried about. I was worried. Like, I was worried, worried just one. how smoky it would be. Like if it would be overwhelmingly smoky, and like, um, I, I would say that this one was definitely the word that I would use. It's definitely like robust. Like I feel like it was a robust flavor, um, but I was concerned that it was going to border borderline into overpowering and not unbalanced because I, I I didn't imagine it would be unbalanced, but um, that the smokiness would be heavier than I enjoy uh, that was really really nice like, I quite it's because like people go oh it's bacon isn't it and then it makes you think that it's going to be heavy yeah I think not. that's what it is is it's not I'm not opposed to bacon I'm not yeah. a bacon hater or anything like that um but I just the idea that I got in my head from that was I was like it is going to be quite heavy and just yeah. too much but it was it was really nice it's not it's beautiful makes me feel like I'm on holiday yeah it's lovely right so now we're on to the Braybrook barbecue hills Oh, we love this one. I really liked this one. Let's right, see so if it I does good. I was really interested to see what, like, how they made this smoked. Um, so I went and had a look on their website to see what it says. And in fact, here. it says it on the label. Oh. If anyone gets this one, it tells you on the label. So this beer was inspired by one of our favourite lagers from Bamberg. Oh. Okay. Wonder which um, one that is. <laughs> the spiritual home of smoked beer, and to replicate that flavour, we added a small amount of beech smoked malts. So they have used beech just like Schlenkeller. So I think that the Schlenkeller Hells, because not only do they do the Marzen, they do a Hells Lager, they do a wheat, um, they do a Krausen, which is an aged lager, uh, and they do a couple of other all smoked or yep these are all smoked all smoked i want to try them all i know so i've got i've got the wheat and i've got the krausen in but i need to get the lot i didn't get the hells i need to get the hells in me where did you get them from um rainville superstore right i need to go i want to go find them and i want to try them what i want to do is like i want to have them sometimes as well where we where we still count holiday because we're still on like blacklist from countries yeah. it feels like I feel like I just want to get a theme going and be like I'm gonna to go to Bamberg and <laughs> have some beers and I'll just line them all up to do and what we did and we'll just have like so maybe this year instead of do when I do my Oktoberfest day maybe we'll go to Bamberg and I'll decorate the house as if we're in Bamberg <laughs> I thought you were talking about actually beers. go to Bamberg <laughs> no like like my house will go to Bamberg air, air quotes I like when you do your themes. I liked when you did October first. It was great. 
I'm going to make pretzels and everything. Yeah, I'll make pretzels. The smell of it is far less um, strong than the smell of that one that we just had, the Marzen that we just had. And it's it's definitely tastes more subtle in the smokiness. It's lovely. It's just as, I think it's, it's almost just as lovely as when we had it at Bigfoot Festival. I think the difference is poured fresh versus from a bottle, but it's still really nice. And I think the, I think the addition, like the tiny addition of smoked malt in this just really brings out like the floral notes of the hops and it brings out like the lovely sweet cereal from the, from the other malts. And it's just like this really lovely, like, slightly smoky like not even like it's just like hint of smoke very subtle florally cereally it's lovely i get less floral but i get cereal for sure i think it's far more cereally um and it is very much that smokiness is very very subtle to the point that i think if you were a few beers deep you probably might not even notice it because it is just that like yeah. if you had had oh, something yeah. that was really a strong flavor before having this, you, you might not have it at all. And I think there's almost a bit of spiciness to it as well. But on mine, probably, I'm guessing used, a little bit of spiciness. I reckon they'll have used German hops because Braybrook only used German German ingredients. Yes. Yeah, yeah. They so get, you'll like, be getting flavor. you'll be getting a bit of spiciness from maybe what I'm I getting, what I get as floral, you're getting as spicy. Maybe I'm getting more spiciness in this because I didn't mm. get any spiciness in the other. The other one was just yeah. like the the flavor was majorly smoked and wood and this is more cereal uh spice oh, that with that hint of smoke to it and it's it is just really so it's really nice i think the only thing that tops it is having it fresh because oh, yeah. that was literally i was like oh, oh so no, good like beautiful so whereas good. this is a bit it's yeah. still lovely but you can tell it's not as fresh as when we yeah. had it right off the top do you know what it's making me think of and this is this is one of those weird things that your brain does it's making me think of sitting and eating Cheerios around a campfire. <laughs> it's funny because my brain wouldn't go there. Um, my brain definitely went to like when I when we just mentioned cereally, I was like, oh, bit bowl of Cheerios. Yeah. But I wasn't thinking like outside by a fire. Yeah. I'm like, I was <laughs> but now like, I, am. I am sat out by a wood fire eating my Cheerios. That's what it yeah, tastes I like. Gonna, I wasn't going to say that, but now maybe I'm thinking that. But it is very like I, I really do like the cereal, like quality to it. I, it is funny how it how some beers can really taste like a bowl of cereal, <laughs> and, and it really does come through like that. Yeah. Um, do you want another fun fact? Yeah, I do. I was waiting for right. you to hit me with another fun so, one. Um, another speciality of Schlenkeller. So I got this from their website and I thought it was really interesting. Um, the, ma- the maturation of their beer takes place in old caves underneath Stephensburg. Uh, and it is part of an extensive tunnel system that is 700 years old. Uh, they're kept at a constantly low temperature throughout the year. And they used to go and harvest chunks of ice from lakes and rivers to cool down the caves further if it had been a warm winter and brewers have been using these caves for centuries so when not enough ice was available they used to import it from finland or sweden to make sure that they could mature the beer properly um and that's for their lagers so for the marzen and the hells and the krausen but the wheat beer does not mature in the lagering cellar. They put it in bottles instead. Right. Okay. I could, I could see how there would be that difference there. But yeah. uh, that's really interesting. That the fact interesting? That they're like, 
Yeah, if we can't, if it, if we couldn't get ice, we just like went over to just go to Finland, Finland and Sweden and be like, "Oi, give us your ice. We You've need got it for beer." Quite a lot of ice over there. Yeah. Um, would you mind sharing? That's really interesting. Although it was yeah. like, oh yeah, they sell it in the in their caves as you do, just yeah. a casual just in their caves. <laughs> I mean, that's how that's how um, German beer was traditionally lagered, was in cold caves didn't know that either so you just hit me with all that you need to read a brief history of lager by mark dredge i think you told me about it before and it was on my list of stuff to read i just haven't haven't made it i'm gonna talk about it again because it's such it's a really good book and i was we could have a whole episode on books on beer books and you can (laughs) just take you could just we can totally do that we can totally do that (laughs) because like it's such a good book it when i was like i don't like lager i read that book and i was like oh wait i do like lager (laughs) I just only like certain ones. And actually, when you hear the story of lager, it's so interesting. Just beer history is interesting. I'm such a beer geek. I don't care. <laughs> I just find it interesting just to hear these facts, but like you just yeah. wouldn't, the fun facts, that I like to call them, that you wouldn't have known about or thought about or even thought to look up. But then when someone tells you, you're like, oh, wow, that's interesting. Yeah. I wanted to get that one in because... We're going to move on to uh, the Echo Black in a moment, and that's a smoked porter. Yes. So it, we are no longer in Lagerland, so I needed to share <laughs> we, about the... We are, we are abruptly moving out yes. of Lagerland. And into We're going back porter. to Ale. <laughs> porter Central. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we crack this one open. Yes. I do should. still have one more fun fact as well. You want to give us a fun fact first? Do you want me to talk about? I can do. Um, I can do. So we just missed it, which I'm slightly annoyed about. But the 23rd of July is Smoke Beer Preservation Day. Oh, (laughs) we've just missed it um, because we're now at the end of July as we're recording this. But that is because, as I said, uh, this dude, Sir Nicholas House, came up with the um, smoke free kiln. It was in. 1635 on the 23rd of july that the first smoke-free malt malt drying machine was patented so as a consequence smoke-free beer was preferred and smoke beer became rare almost extinct but bamberg kept the tradition going and now we have smoke beer preservation day it's a little bit of a mouthful but it's fine on the 23rd of july so that's going my diary. Like a catchier. They need yeah. like a, a shorter, punchier. <laughs> smoke beer day might have been better. <laughs> smoke. It's the preservation that catches yeah. you off guard, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, no, that's that's interesting. I'm putting that in my diary for next year so I know when smoke beer preservation day is. Oh, I need you to smell this next one because it is beautiful. <laughs> that's the oh. It's it's sweet. Like it has a sweet smell to it. Do you know where my favourite smoke porter's oh. from? Bamberg? No. Alaska. Yes. <laughs> well, I didn't know if it was going to go topical or Alaska. So it's like it could be either one. Yes. Um, Alaska and Bruin do a smoke porter and it is. Oh, they do. Beaut. Um, I'd say take a sip actually... for saying Alaska, but I don't want to sip this yet because it's too beautiful. <laughs> it is um, actually one of the few Alaskan Bruin beers you might get over here because obviously Ooh. as a porter, it lasts a little bit longer. Well, if you ever find it, I'd definitely be keen to try it. So this is literally the smell of this is absolutely beautiful so i don't get much smokiness per se what i get is almost like a caramel it's like a there's like a light chocolate and there's like this real heavy caramel but caramel in the sense of like have you ever as a kid or anything else made 
caramel where you basically just take sugar and like when you put we used to put it like on a oh it sounds oh, I sound like a crackhead when I say this we used to like put it on a spoon and then you'd yeah. like just heat up the sugar to get like just a little bit of right, caramel to, because then it would stick because then it would stick to the spoon and yeah. then it was kind of like a caramel lolly because then you'd be right. like you know, lick it off the spoon that sounded like really like dr- Mate, <laughs> very drug just- no, it just makes you sound like you're desperate for sugar. Oh, I was like, give me that sugar, sugar, sugar and give me sugar. that caramel. <laughs> like we used to just light up our sugar oh on a God. on a spoon. No, we it was not that. We were making caramel, but in very small batches. <clears throat> so um, that's what it smells like: is when you make the caramel yourself at home directly from like actual sugar. That's that's the image that conjures up in my head when I smell this. It's got a lovely chocolatey smell. <laughs> chocolate caramel maybe like a crunchy like yeah yeah crunchy yeah and there's there is a tiny little bit of like roasty smoke in the back but it's but it's so subtle yeah that it's just like you almost you kind of almost don't know if it's if it's something that is if it's the sweetness or the smokiness if you know what i mean yeah should we drink some yeah i'm gonna drink it I'll let you read the label and then I'll give you what's that. Ooh, that's nice. That is really nice. Yeah, it's really sm- easy to drink. That smokiness is at the end. Yeah, agree. And it's it's more woody and tobacco than smoke. Yeah, I would agree. I think me. it's not. It's also not as sweet as it smells. It yeah. smells re- like the smell is gorgeous, but it almost smells like it could be too sweet. But it doesn't have the sweetness in the taste. It's yeah. almost like if you're going to get the chocolate, it's almost like bittersweet cacao, yeah. Yeah. cacao nibs instead of actual like milk chocolate. But the smell is more like a milkier chocolate. Yeah. Ooh, what just came in the linger as I was talking was a very coffee, yeah. like, roasty element to it. And I really appreciated that. That was real time yeah. reaction right it's there. Nice. I was like, Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So funnily enough, the label says this porter offers a smoky malt flavor with a blend of chocolate and caramel to add to its smoothness. It's like you read the label before you drank it. I don't think I actually read that bit. To be fair, <laughs> I didn't read. I, I didn't read that bit. Um, I just knew. I knew what it was. Um, I knew what the beer was, so I didn't actually bother to read. I, I went like this, and then I looked yeah. at the batch number, <laughs> and I didn't actually bother to read. I think this um, is very different from the other two we've had. Very different, but then but, obviously I think it probably would be because that's a port. Yeah. That's a port. Yeah, it's a port the other so yeah, so that's. I mean, it's brewed in a different way. I mean, it's not brewed in a different way. It uses a different yeast. So mm. it's a top fermenting beer as opposed to a bottom fermenting beer. Um, but, yeah, so I, they are all absolutely beautiful in their own ways. Um, do you want to tell us about Echo? Because yeah. I think they're fab. Yeah, so basically when you, like, I, I got this information off their website, to be fair. Um, and basically when you go on their website, the first thing that comes up is like, t- like you see the image with the tagline, brewed in the UK, inspired by Africa. Now, I also want to shout out, was it Quasar? Is that how you say yeah. it? Quasar? Yeah. Um, because I feel like when I saw that brewed in the UK, inspired by Africa, I immediately was like, I want to know so much more about African brewing. Like, and that's why I said shout out to Quasar yeah. because I feel like when you mentioned them a few weeks back, we talked about them a few weeks back. Like I was like, I'm so in- I'm so intrigued, I'm so interested about yeah. uh, about it. So, um, 
yeah and then and then it caused me to do like a search for all these like African crop roots I was like there's so many and I'm so interested like, have you watched free, the... open invitation to anybody yeah to, to echo if they want to come on and talk to us quite yeah. anybody like open yeah. invitation if anybody is willing to come on and talk to us like I would feel honored if somebody was willing to come have on you watched the webinar it. that I talked to you know I said I, the webinar it's still available on YouTube so I will put the link to it in the show notes but it was about um craft brew like craft breweries and women brewing in africa and it was it was really interesting it was about a year ago that it was on but it is um jesse from quasar brewery um popped the link on facebook again said that it's available on youtube so i'll put that in the show notes so if you want to watch that because it was so interesting like i haven't had a chance to watch it since you mentioned it because it's so good i've literally been weekdays work recording when we can weekends festivals yeah. <laughs> I just haven't had a chance to actually stop and sit down and maybe give my husband some time like you know I just haven't <laughs> nah, had a chance fine. to sit down and watch it um so I really want to watch it and I think everyone else will find it interesting yeah as well. it's so, so interesting share that. but like I the second I saw that brood in the UK inspired by Africa I was like well now I'm really extra <laughs> interested because I just yeah I found when we had that initial conversation so interesting and I just someone please come talk to us and educate us on that because yes, I just please. love to know, know more about, about it I'm so so fascinated about it but um, basically Echo was founded by um uh, the, a pair Anthony and Helena in 2018 um so I did actually reach out to them on Instagram because I noticed that it didn't say where they were in the UK so I was like I'm actually you know is there some place that people can go and find them Um, and they did sort of respond back and say at the moment they're contract brewing out of London but they're hoping to get something brick and mortar in the future so fingers crossed for that keep eyes out for that because that will be really interesting to see um if they set up where it will be what the setup will be and just to see what they put out there so um looks like it's just the two of them at the moment I it didn't it didn't kind of said meet the team and and it was just the two of them so I'm assuming that they're a, a two person operation which is um if anybody i applaud everyone that's all the wonderful brewers that we know personally yeah. we've been able to speak to personally and and the breweries that have started up that are very small operations i'm like you have my utmost respect so yeah they're um they're doing that at the moment and we'll hopefully get a brick and mortar location up and going um on the website it also said how they were sort of inspired by uh, American microbreweries so they went over in 2013 and it just sort of they were discovering those things that led them to discovering more as they sort of got looking into those microbrewing and and the interesting beers that these breweries in the U.S. were doing it led them into discovering traditional African brewing Um, where they get the name from is it, it's basically saying, you know, Echo was the original name uh, for Lagos, which is the most populous city in Africa. It's located in Nigeria. And uh, the tie in there is that one of the co-founders, Anthony, um, his ethnic background is Nigerian. So it was kind of a nod to his roots. And that's the name that they decided to go with. So I thought that was really interesting, really, really nice as well. Nice touch. And I didn't know that about Lagos. So I thought that was a really interesting thing as well. So that definitely taught me as I was looking through there, which was good. Um, and then, yeah, when I read through their backgrounds, and the, the bio section as well, it just made me more interested to learn more about them as well because obviously it's not a secret how much I said I I like Japan and Japanese stuff um but it said that Anthony's bio stated as well that you know his interest in craft beer originated 
when he went to go visit uh, Sapporo Brewery in Japan. And then it just sort of grew, their love grew, and it really became more prevalent when they went to the US. Uh, they went to the US in the same year that I departed the US. So <laughs> I, I found that interesting swapsies. as well. So yeah, we did a swapsies. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought that was really interesting. And their designs are really lovely. Um, I don't know, it's not really, I mean, this is one of the labels, if you're watching the video, it's uh, basically Africa. Uh, a nice it's a nice clean design on the label but it it really I feel like it really makes a statement it's really nice to look at um this if you're looking at the video there's this what I would describe I don't know the best way to describe it I describe as maybe like if you're drawing a star or like an asterisk sort of thing on paper um or a demarcation on a map like one of those on, on a globe um they use that design right there if you're watching the video on their glassware and it's this nice, you know, nice, cl- like clear glass with a, like a, I think it's black or white or maybe gold. Um, one of those. Starburst. Star Starburst. That's the exact <laughs> one I was looking for, Starburst, with one of those on it. And I was like, it just looks so good. It looks so clean and so tidy. I was like, I just want one so bad. So I've got a feeling I'm probably going to put in an order as well because um, I looked at the beer that they had on offer as well and it looked really interesting. So I'll just quickly tell you what's actually available on their website in case you're interested. Um, so they have a pale ale on at the moment, which sounds quite good. Sorry, that's the one brewed with that. is that the one that's brewed with african green hops so yeah so what i'll do is i'll say what it is and i'll kind of read it. so you've got the pale ale so it's pale one our african pale ale apa trilogy uh where the bright light of our logo now takes you on a journey to south africa to experience the country's beautiful hop varieties and three single hop pale ales the profile and parts and berry and spicy notes the first south african hop to feature in our apa trilogy is african queen so this is the first in the series so echo pale ale uh, pale one and this is the one that is made with african queen so the other ones i don't think have come out yet because obviously this is just the first one to come out but that sounded really interesting um, yeah, i to get that i think we've mentioned african queen somewhere else before yeah. and i thought that was quite interesting sounded quite interesting so i'm definitely interested in that one um there's the pills the echo pills uh our pills no brewed with coconut palm sugar now that really made me stop and go that's interesting uh it says paying homage to our ingredients used in the famous african beverage palm wine which then had me googling what palm wine was and again i'd like to try that as well <laughs> <laughs> it just all sounds really interesting and really just i would just love to know more about all of it um and to try it all and see how it tastes because it all just sounds really lovely coconut palm sugar sounds amazing so that's definitely on my list to try and then they've got Echo Gold. So there's a package you can get that's got black and gold, which for my own personal reasons, I quite like because I'm a Bruins fan and their colours are black and gold. Are so the black and oh. gold pack, the black is ice hockey for anyone that's like, what the F are you talking about? It's ice hockey. And their colours are black and gold. So when they have a black and gold pack, I'm like, oh, yes, that is that is for me. Um, but yeah, the Echo Gold. So it's a lager. It says it's brewed with just the right amount of coconut palm sugar. So that to me sounds, again, really anything that's got that palm sugar in it. I want to know what that tastes like so bad. It's really interesting. You need to try the haze because that's got the palm sugar in it as well. And it is, it's an, uh, it's a nepa and it was 
delicious. It's not on their website, no. uh, unfortunately, but there is the collab with cloud water, which is kind of actually why I've picked to drink it out of a cloud water glass. Um, so they did a collab with cloud water. I feel like I'm going to butcher what this is called. So I sincerely apologize um, because I just have no, I would say Akija, Akija can, but that could be completely wrong. So uh, the beer is called Akija and it's listed as in Akija can on their website because it's in a can. Um, so it says brewed using cassava, a vegetable widely used in many African cuisines. We used a selection of hops found in classic and modern West Coast IPAs and added them in several stages for a full and layered flavor. The Danfo bus, a recognizable feature of Lagos, which takes passengers to the destinations of the IPA's namesake, uh, again, I don't want to try to pronounce that because I'm going to butcher it and I don't want to make it any worse than I've just made it. Um, but yeah, it, it brings back fond memories of time spent with family in Lagos. And this is a West Coast IPA. Oh. And then you've got the the Echo Black, which is obviously what we're drinking now. So if it sounds interesting to you, go go and support them. Go and yeah. check the stuff out. The Haze isn't on there because a New England IPA would be right up my street. So I would definitely be all over that. But I've got a feeling that there is definitely going to be an order coming from me after reading them today just to do research for this podcast I was like yeah I definitely want to try them so yeah I want to get a glass and they had nice shirts as well and I was like oh, oh I'm gonna merch up that's gonna oh, be oh you know we love a beer shirt I would love to get them on I didn't ask them because I was like I don't mm. I, don't, I just I don't want to I don't want to like cross boundaries so um so yeah I, like I said open invitation to anyone that wants to come on and talk to us about African brewing because yeah. I obviously we're two white people like we are two white people we want to know more yeah. we want to be educated on it yeah. and uh yes I can obviously go and google so it but I would just love this, use this platform to uh to um amplify some voices yeah I would just love to hear about like the other people's experiences firsthand in an open dialogue so yeah I just found it really fascinating so so yeah any other fun facts from you that's all you've expended all of my fun facts mm-hmm. smoke beer is great Oh, and this just gets better as it warms up as well. Yeah. It was really nice to start, but it just gets even more. It's like a like a subtle dryness has kind of started yeah. to come through on it as well. And that's really nice. Smoked beer is the best. Mm. Didn't think I was going <laughs> to enjoy them as much as I did. I like doing this. I like giving you things that you think you're not going to like and then you do. I'm going to make you have some weird stuff. Like, what, what are you going to give me? No. I don't know. I'm gonna go to the U- when I go to the US. I'm gonna get those like sour patch beers. Yes. And... Oh, then I'll just be. You'll, you'll be for like, those. yeah. You'll be like, yes. Let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> I have no fear when it comes to beers. Dippers, dippers, and tippers. I'm gonna make you drink all the dippers and tippers. Yeah, but if I drink them, then you can't drink them. Well, yes, I can. <laughs> don't be, don't be silly. You're drinking <laughs> the smoked beers. Of course, I can. <laughs> oh, right. I think that's sort of, I want to go and enjoy the rest of these. Yes. So, um, yeah, where can people find you if they want to talk to you about fun smoked beer facts? If you you like, fun facts yeah, please. I've got all the fun facts today. If you'd like to speak to me about um, the malting process, the brewing process, anything smoky beer related, um, I am a woman's brew on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. You can come and find my beer school and learn about beer styles and tasting beer uh, we are love beer learning i mostly hang out on instagram but we are also on facebook and twitter and tiktok and pinterest which is tori's favorite we also have a 
website, which is lovebeerlearning.co.uk. Uh, and we will pick up emails for that and for the podcast at lovebelearning at gmail.com. Come and say hello. Um, and if people want to talk to you about palm sugar wine, where can they get hold of you, Tori? Yeah, if people want to talk to me about, if you want to educate me on anything that I don't know, because I, I really genuinely sometimes feel like a total Neanderthal, um, you can come and educate me on Instagram at adventures underscore in underscore optimism. I'm more than happy to learn things and have discussions about all these weird and wonderful facts and things that you can tell me. So, yeah, I don't have a, a Pinterest. I've got a personal Pinterest. I, like I don't use that. So because we keep, I've, keep I've got one I've got a personal one it. don't really use it I think I just <laughs> saved a bunch of house designs that are for rich people that I'll never get to implement I haven't updated that in a while so maybe I will update my blog okay. <laughs> and I will get that going again maybe yep. after this summer Yes. We're also getting into festival season and we will be at various different festivals. If you see either of us, come up and say hello. We would love to meet you. But give me the heads up before you do. Don't just <laughs> just be like, I think I know you. Don't just don't don't just I don't know. Be like, hi. <laughs> don't just come up behind me and be like, ah, because I'll be like, what is happening to me right now? Uh yeah, no, I think that's the problem, is it's festival season, so I'm not on top of any of my socials. <laughs> but you can find out where i am (laughs) yes by messaging me on uh, instagram so there we go Ah, let's go enjoy our beers on that note cheers. cheers